Man, we're nerds. That's confirmed. I still got more I can say. A good waste of an hour and a half. Well, I've got a whole page of good stuff. They have no idea what they're dealing with. I've got half a page of nitpicks. Causes me physical pain. Terminally stupid. Well, at least I'm not the grunt this episode. Yay. Smooth, hot, smooth. Smooth productions. I feel like we've grown as a podcast. Like a fungus. It's a cinematic masterpiece. And it's going to be fun. It's a science experiment. Just the creativity of putting this together. Fun for the whole family. Got lots of good episodes. The Discerning Geeks Portal. Welcome back, discerning listeners, to a brand new versus format of the Discerning Geeks Portal. I'm here with my best friends, Todd and Andrew. Gentlemen, how's it going tonight? Good. Uh, pretty good. I think this is the first time where I've started a podcast still eating my dinner and not having brushed my teeth. <laughs> oh, stinky oh, no. breath. Now we won't even know it though, because we're smell it through the microphone. Oh gosh! <laughs> well, the last couple spoonfuls of my soup from Panera Bread. There you go. Oh, it's there a sad go. podcast. Oh. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I have to discuss what is versus. Versus is where we have two movies, three opinions, and one hour to discuss. We're going to look at the plots. We're going to look at the characters and we're going to dissect two very similar movies and put them through the portal as we look at them as discerning geeks. So tonight's episode, we are looking at Dante's Peak versus Volcano, released less than three months apart. In 1997, these disaster flicks featuring volcanoes face off against each other and our discerning geeks. Our geeks will decide which movie does... Oh, I messed up. <laughs> I had all this written out and I still messed it up. Okay, this is the catch line though. I got to get this right. Okay, okay. Which movie burns hottest... Like grandma in a lake full of acid, and which one melts like a middle-aged subway supervisor when exposed to the heat? Oh, no. The discerning geeks decide tonight. All right, okay. Dante's Inferno, Volcano, Dante's got... Inferno, no Dante's Peak. Oh, did I say Inferno? You watching? <laughs> Dante's Peak and Volcano, uh, and I've got. 10 different categories that we're going to discuss this movie in. Um, oh, you must have thought of an extra one because I've only got nine written down. I did. I, I threw in a bonus one, but it's, it should be a fun one. Okay. And we'll discuss it at the end. Uh, but first, I want to kind of talk. Well, actually, first, let's let Andrew give us the rundown on these two movies. Andrew, talk to us about Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno. Dante's, Dante's Peak. And yeah. Volcano. All right. A volcanologist arrives at a countryside town recently named second most desirable place to live in America and discovers that the long dormant volcano, Dante's Peak, may wake up at any moment. It is starring Pierce Bronze, Brosnan, Brosnan as Harry Dalton, Linda Hamilton as Rachel Wando, Jamie Renee Smith as Lauren Wando, Jeremy Foley as Graham Wando, and Elizabeth Hoffman as Grandma in the Lake. 
All right. What about volcano? A volcano erupts in downtown Los Angeles and a city official and a seismologist try to stop its inevitable flow through the city. It is starring Tommy Lee Jones as Mike Rourke, Annie Hitchie as Dr. Amy Barnes, Gabby Hoffman as Kelly Rourke, and Don Cheadle as War Machine. Um, <laughs> Yay, Don yeah. Cheadle! I thought this that I clicked on an Iron Man movie at first, and uh, that confused me, but that's it. <laughs> all right, all right. So a little background. Um, like I said, both of these movies were released in early 1997, within just a couple of months of each other. Dante's Peak in February, Volcano in April. Um, I got Dante's Peak grossed um, in the U.S., 67.2 million. Volcano only grossed 47.5 million in its U.S. release. So Rotten Tomatoes has these movies rated well so dante's peak the critics on rotten tomato give it 28 percent mm. rotten mm. And audiences give it 38 percent mm. okay Vol- compared to volcano critics give it a 49 percent rating so mm. about 20 percent higher from critics uh volcano is over dante's peak but audiences only 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. So mm. actually Dante's peak audiences 38% versus Volcano 32%. And then Metacritic, Dante's peak has 43, which is a 43 out of 100, and that's the critics. And its user score is, which is kind of the audience, a 6.0. Volcano Metacritic has it 55 out of 100 for the reviewers. So, again, higher by the critics, uh, but users only had it at a 5.8. So, Dante's Peak, the viewers went out, nudge out again. So, kind of a split. Critics like Volcano, seems like most audiences slightly higher, but it's still not even really that positive for Dante's Peak. I don't want your like final rating, but kind of give me which one nudges out a little bit higher for you. Um, Andrew, which one did you like a little bit better? Just first, first glimpse. I definitely like Dante's peak better. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Todd, how about you? I'm kind of surprised you want to open with this. I thought you might want to leave it as a surprise for the end. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to, I want to go for it straight in. Part of me wants to say that Volcano is better than Dante's Peak by a huge margin, but technically they're only two uh, letter grades away on my uh, list. But Volcano is definitely better. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I guess I will be the the tiebreaker and I'm going to leave my score hidden until the end. Um, and that way, cause we may have to use that category as our, our tiebreaker in the end, but I want to take this category by category round one, Fight! round one. Our first category is let's start with our heroes. We have Michael York from volcano played by Tommy Lee Jones and Harry Dalton played by Pierce Brosnan in Dante's peak fight Todd let's start with you which did you like better who was the better hero 
I'm going to go with Mike Rourke from Volcano, mostly because, well, actually, let me say that this was probably one of the closer battles because Pierce Brosnan and Tommy Lee Jones are both really good. I think that Tommy Lee Jones has a slightly better character and he might, I don't know if I would say he's the better actor, but I think he was the better fit for his movie. There were several times where I felt like Pierce Brosnan was kind of out of place because I know that one of the categories you, you got later on kind of focuses on some of the support characters and the support characters are the kind of people you would assume to be volcanologists, kind of, you know, your, your, your typical geek, looking type people and here you've got james bond in in among them it just it felt weird but tommy lee jones feels like a city worker uh and uh and i i love his his charismatic nature his way of delivering lines his way of ordering people around and people kind of trusting him and and, and having reason to do so so yeah i think overall i've got to give it to mike rourke from okay interesting okay andrew which one do you like better? Harry Dar- Dalton, the volcanologist, went out over um, emergency planner response person, Mike York. Who did you like better? I liked Harry Dalton more. Okay. I thought that he just had a better character with, you know, more setup and more growth. Or not growth, but just a better written character. Okay. Than- Tommy Lee Jones character, Mike. I just, I'm Uh-oh. sorry. I just can't, I just don't like, I don't find Mike as a compelling character or someone I would want to be in charge of, in charge of everybody in that sort of situation. So let me give mine. Um, this was a tough one. This was probably to me the toughest category because I really did enjoy Tommy Lee Jones's character. I think he was kind of probably one of the two brightest parts of Volcano as a movie. Um, but I tend to actually have to go with Pierce Brosnan's portrayal of Harry Dalton. I, I agree. I kind of felt like there was more growth there, that the character actually acted more heroic. And so I, I went with Harry Dalton on that one. So we're kind of a two to one, and we're going to give that point to Dante's Peak. Now, 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 how do you want to score this? Is it one point for winning the battle or one point per vote? I was going one point per winning the battle. Okay. But we could could adjust at the end if we decide we don't to. Round two. Next. And it was funny because I was kind of discussing this one in in some text with with todd earlier and and it was funny i think i got a little pushback i called this category the girlfriend category (laughs) he pointed out that okay maybe they're not really girlfriends and i was like okay you're right so we're gonna we're gonna go with best romantic interest and we have dr amy Barnes, played by Anne Hesch in Volcano, versus Mayor Rachel Wando, and played by Linda Hamilton. Let's mix it up a little bit. Andrew, I want you to go first this time. Fight! All right. I'm going to have to go with Rachel Wando. I just found her as a more 
interesting character. I found her, I guess, occupation in the movie a little bit more interesting as the actual mayor of the town that we base as the setting of the movie. I just found that a little bit more interesting than the seismologist that Dr. Amy Barnes got. And I just think that she just got more attention as an actual character than just someone to just spit out logic. I I like like a human being to be a human being, you know? All right. (laughs) Todd, which one you got? I'm debating about this one because the reason I brought it up is the wording of the category, I think makes a huge difference here. And you're still going with best romantic interest, correct? Hey, I'm going to let you take this. I'm just focused on those characters. If you like the character for a reason beyond the romance, then, you know, yeah, I kind of just thought that was a good way to describe it. Um, But yeah, if you want to, you know, I'm I'm basically kind of pitting these two characters versus each other um, in these two movies. I look at them as the romantic entrance. That's the role that they played. You know, we wouldn't have had, they wouldn't have been in the movies if they weren't female and, and they, they needed that female counterpart to kind of bring in the the girls to watch the movie. It's a disaster film. It's like, oh, I'm not going to go watch a volcano explode unless there's a romance. And so that's why they have those characters in there. But. Okay. Everything you said <laughs> right now makes me wonder if you watched the movie. I I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Twice. <sighs> Okay. Okay. It, if you're giving me the freedom to vote however I want to, like yes. you're basically just saying the, this character against this character, regardless of what we're calling the category, then I am definitely going to go with Amy Barnes. If, if you were like insisting on calling either best girlfriend or best romantic interest, then Amy Barnes could not win. It would be an instant disqualification because there was no romantic interest there. There was no romantic or sexual attraction at all. It wasn't an element of the movie and that's okay. It doesn't have to be, but it just wasn't. Now on the other side in Dante's peak, the the two characters, they, they come awfully close to, to hooking up. And then by the end, it's almost like they're this family, which who knows how long that's going to last more than likely he's going to go chase the next volcano and she's never going to see him again. But at least for the self-containment of the movie, Yes, she was the closest thing to a romantic interest, but over in Volcano, Amy Barnes, no, there, like I said, nothing romantic there at all. all right. But if if you're if you're allowing just character versus character, then Amy Barnes is the better character because I almost consider her more like a co-lead. She was an expert at stuff just as much as as Mike Rourke was. They are two characters that are experts at what they do. She kind of knows volcano stuff and he kind of knows saving the city stuff. And in order to save the city from this flow of lava, people need him to know what to do and how to take action, but he needs her for the knowledge. Over in Dante's Peak, I feel like the Rachel Wando character, it's not that she was a bad character, but I felt like she didn't have a whole lot to do. She was a mom, which was fine, because I guess for this kind of movie, you got to have kids, so you have somebody to save. But she was also mayor of the town. 
but I don't feel like she had that much to do as far as mayor. Like she had that one little short speech at the beginning, which she was late for because of her kids. And then for the rest of the movie, she's still just acting like a mother and not really doing any mayor stuff. Even when they called a meeting, it was more of a town council meeting and they were discussing stuff. And it's almost like she was one voice among many. Again, she just didn't have that much to do as a as a mayor. I, I guess when they met in the gymnasium, she gave that speech, but then she turned it over to, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, was it Harry or whatever Pierce Brosnan's name was in the movie and, and kind of turned it over to him. Also, she made the decision to have the meeting at 6 PM. And I'm like, you have this information in the morning, but you're waiting till 6 PM to tell people, Hey, you might want to get out of town. And that's when the volcano hits. I, I just felt like I don't know. Amy work or excuse me, Amy uh, Barnes was such a more useful and more intelligent character over in her movie. So I'm going to go with her. Okay. I'm going to throw this out there for our listeners. Cause I would love to hear the listeners input. And actually I, I kind of want to see if Andrew picked up on it. Andrew, did you catch the romantic feels in volcano volcano? Yes, they were definitely 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 (laughs) one male character and one female character. And they definitely spent almost an hour and a half together on screen. I will give you that. But I also see Todd's side where technically when you go with romantic interest and technically they're not necessarily like, you know, at least in Dante's peak, they get close to hooking up and then they're like I I guess one big happy family at the end that's sort of a romantic interest I think the better way to word it is just you know best female lead I yeah I, I was picking because but I mean at the same time I'm not because sadly in the 90s this was a trope that was used right you had to have that romantic feel or you were losing out especially in a movie of this type in half the people that would come to watch your movie you know, and you want the guys to be able to talk their girlfriends into coming because it's like, oh, no, it's it's going to be cool because this other person's in it and they're going to, you know, and that's the whole reason for the sexual tension that you felt in both movies and, and the obvious flirtations and things that went on. So, so I kind of jokingly call it romantic interest, but no, I understand. I understand Todd's point of view and, uh, and understand where he's coming from. So that's cool. Now I've got to give mine. And I also went with Mayor Rachel Wando. I thought her character was pretty cool. She's a mom. She's a business owner. She's a mayor. She's doing it all. I mean, there was, I, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, I, I liked her character. I thought she was fun. I kind of felt like, you know, Dr. Amy Barnes was there to throw a few bones of look i'm smart and this is what you need to know but really didn't add much to the the whole plot um she was just there to be the the yes person oh Um, my goodness oh my goodness (laughs) okay i mean you're entitled to your opinion but I feel the 180 degree exact opposite of you. I, I think uh, Rachel Wanda was just along for the ride and and Amy Barnes actually contributed. Round three. Now, we've gone through the heroes. We've gone through the female characters. And actually, in discussing this one, the way I word this, co- this topic, 
this actually will end up being a negative to the movie that wins the category. So a negative one point to the movie with the most annoying child versus children. Who had the stupidest grandma? Okay. We all know who's getting <laughs> this negative point. <laughs> Who yeah. had the most annoying child or children? Obviously, the most obvious ones are Rourke's daughter versus Rachel's kid. And this, again, like I said, will be a negative point for the winner. But... Todd, who you got? Who you like? Which one has the most annoying children? Fight! Oh my goodness. Definitely uh, Kelly. You said her name was? That's that's what I have in my notes. Uh, from Volcano. Kelly Rourke, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. What is up with that kid? It, 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 there's that argument at the beginning that she's old enough that she doesn't need a babysitter. No, she needs a supervisor 24 hours a day. <laughs> this kid is a box of rocks. She wants to stay with her dad in the center of deadly action when she has the option of being driven to a hospital to be treated for a wound that she is currently suffering from. So that's dumb moment number one for that kid. Uh, then when she's in the car with the doctor and some other injured people being driven to the hospital, which granted, I know the hospital comes under danger later, but they don't know that's going to happen. So at the, at the moment, the, the, the hospital is the safe place. The wound of the guy next to her is starting to, to ooze. And she said, it's actually gushing. I think you need to pull over. Pull over? What is pulling over going to accomplish when you're actually on the way to a hospital, pull over and do what? Let's get to the hospital and do something there. Oh my goodness, this kid is an idiot. Let me see if I've got anything else written down on her. Uh, oh, also, ah, near the end of the movie, when when Rourke, who has this great idea, let's bring down this building that's owned by an a-hole anyway, and, and let's bring down this building to, to act. Oh, and also spoilers. Spoilers. Bring down this building to act as a barrier that is going to divert the, the lava. That's a great idea. Who's walking out? Some dumb box of rocks kid, random kid from the, the hard rock cafe is walking out just to walk out for no reason. He walks on the parking lot and then walks out in the street for, for no reason. And then box of rocks, Kelly follows the kid. Now granted, she's trying to save the kid. And what does she do when she gets to the kid and a building's about to fall on her freezes, just doesn't do that. Just stands there. So then Rourke, who is the hero of the movie, what does he have to do? He has to run across the street, outrun the falling building, just to put his body over his box of rocks kid and try to save her. And so all three of them get buried in rubble. Kelly, I, I, I don't, I don't know. She, she might not need to leave the house too often. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay, so let me see if I have anything to say about the kids over in the other movie. The only, actually, the only thing I have have in my notes about the kids over there is I think it's a rather neat coincidence. Their names are Lauren and Graham. Lauren Graham is the name of an actress from Gilmore Girls, and, and she's one of my favorite TV actresses because she's also from Parenthood. So I just thought that was interesting. It's like you put the two kids' names together and it forms a, a, an actress name that I really like. But anyway, uh, those kids are okay. Now, there is that scene when they're on the phone and they're trying to call their, their grandmother, and one of them has a busy signal. And the other one says, here, give me the phone. And he gets a busy signal too. And it's like, what are you going to try? If, if she's listening to busy signal, you're going to be listening to busy signal. I, I don't know. So those kids aren't super bright, but at least they're younger. But when their grandmother is being a butthole 
and and won't go, uh, uh, leave when she ought to and evacuate when the rest of the town is told to evacuate. The kids are maybe impulsive enough, maybe smart enough, but also loving enough of their grandmother to get in a car. And apparently one of them knows how to drive. I kind of gave a pass to that. And they are driving to try to save their grandmother. So I, I actually have to give kind of like a, an honorary point to the kids over in, in Dante's Peak. But, oh, my goodness, the, ki- the kids over in Volcano. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with them. They need leashes on them. Oh. <laughs> Andrew, what you got for me? Which who has the most annoying kids? I mean, I mean, I mean, t- t- Todd, pretty much, yeah, <laughs> y- y- yeah. Um, I've never seen Todd so angry at a kid before. Uh, except that one time we were playing D anD D, and I was like twelve. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You got it, Todd. Are you going with uh, something Kelly York? I think, or whatever her name was. Yeah, yeah, Kelly, Kelly. Yeah. See, and I was a little divided here because I wasn't, you know, obviously it's a disaster film, right? And it's pretty convenient to use the kids to drive the plot. You know, the kids get in trouble and somebody has to save them. And and I think that's why they become annoying characters, because it's like they're always doing really stupid stuff to, to save people, you know, that, so that the other people have to save them. Yeah, I will say... I agree with Todd, though. Um, yeah, the, the York Rourke daughter was just, uh, she was, I know she was supposed to be 13. I think the actress was about 15 or 16 when she's playing the role. And I, that didn't help because it's like, you look old enough to be able to do a little bit more than you're doing. And you're acting like a whiny little baby. And and, and in every every situation, and I almost wanted to to cheer a little bit because it was like, okay, she's going to get a little bit of growth, and she's she's going to take a little bit of responsibility. But then, like you said, kind of there at the end, of course, she's the one that ends up in danger again at the very end, (laughs) and it's like you just blew it, (laughs) you blew it all. Um, So yeah, I'm going to actually have to give that point to to volcano. Not that that's a good thing. So. Uh, they get the clean sweep on most annoying children and negative one point for uh, for Volcano in that category. Still on characters. But these are sometimes some of the most fun characters and, and I, I kind of want to see what you guys feel. I called this, char- this category the coolest sidekicks. And in it mostly we have Emmett Reese in Volcano. He is I don't know that we know his title, but he basically seems to be Mike York Rourke's um, right-hand man in his office and, and wants to have his job. And then we have the the team of volcanologists that are helping Harry Dalton, Nancy, Greg, and Stan. Andrew, who did you like in this one? Fight! I'm actually going to have to go over and say that War Machine was the best sidekick because I mean the team if this was like some TV show that was going over multiple seasons might be cool if they all got their individual character growth but this is a two hour movie so no half the time they are stupid Um, there's one guy whose entire character is coffee and that that's it. Um, the other guy is stupid and he tries to go down and fix 
the broken robot in the volcano and his great big plan when he gets down there after almost dying is kick it. Like that's not gonna. This thing is meant to like scale mountains, dude. It's in the ground. You're kicking it. It's just gonna sh- probably shake the ground. I, he deserved to have his leg broken. Um, everybody else was so boring or so stupid that I didn't like them. Um, so, but I mean, what's his name? Emmett Reese was actually not that bad. Um, he was there a decent amount of the time. Um, he had a cool hat. Um, you know, he wasn't stupid and annoying. He actually did some logical things and, and yeah, he gets a point. All right. Todd, which one you like? Yeah. Part of the background noise. I'm warming up my tea. Uh, so I'm going to have to go with Emmett Reese also. Um, now, actually, one of my positive notes for Dante's Peak was I did like that they did develop the personalities of the Vul- Vul- Vulcanologist team a little bit. They weren't exactly distinctive, but as a group, I liked that they had a good rapport with each other and with the uh, main character. So I did like them, but I liked Emmett Reese a whole lot better. I thought he had a whole lot of personality. I thought he was very good at at taking charge and being second in command uh, and being, you know, the person that was kind of behind the, uh, the control desk while uh, Mike Rourke was in the field. Uh, they communicate well with each other. They kind of have a shorthand. I have to admit, it might've been a little bit of unfair advantage that it was played by Don Cheadle. I'm kind of a fan of Don Cheadle. You know, I do like him as War Machine in the MCU movies, uh, but he was also in uh, the Ocean's 11, 12, 13 trilogy. Uh, also, I, uh, I, I'm so glad I have a, a, a sad excuse to, to, to mention this, but here lately I've been re-watching uh, one of the greatest TV shows ever, Picket Fences, uh, a show that lasted for four seasons on CBS. And uh, I won't go into all the details of it, but it's kind of this real quirky David E. Kelly drama. And it's, it's I'm realizing it's my second favorite non-sci-fi non-fantasy show of all time and don Cheadle is introduced in the second season of it as the uh the this quirky towns uh district attorney and so i'm so glad to see him there and so it's kind of neat that i got to see him again in volcano because i forgot he was in it so maybe a little bit of unfair advantage that i'm a fan of the the star too but yeah i've got to give it to emmett reese over in volcano i'm gonna take it a step further and I mentioned I did enjoy Tommy Lee Jones, but to me, Emmett Reese stole this movie and he was the brightest part of Volcano. He really, his character, every time he was on the screen was just fun to watch. And he was, his interactions and what he was doing and all of his lines were, were just spot on. And I just really enjoyed him as a character. And so, yeah, he steals the show. He gets the clean sweep as the best sidekick. Yay! Um, giving a point to Volcano. So, and I kind of leaving this up to a lot of interpretation, but I consider this still a character. And it's important that we kind of see it as a character because it's the main thing that they're fighting against. Grandma, grandma. So I said, grandma. best Volcano. Which one has a better volcano, Dante's Peak or the movie Volcano? So as the the volcano interacts with the characters in the movie and they're having to interact with it, 
um, and it's driving the action. Which one did you think was better? Anybody want to go first on this one? I've been kind of just jumping back and forth, but does one, any, either one of you guys want to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. okay. Fight. I'm going to have to go with Dante's Peak Volcano. And that's because the volcano gets more showtime. And it, well, even though it's actual like catastrophe doesn't last as long as what we get in Volcano, I think that it's more interesting and more captivating because a lot more stuff is happening than just lava. We get the debris and, you know, we get the acid lake and we get, you know, the water rising and the water turning because of the chemicals and the minerals. And, you know, we get all that buildup and stuff, you know, it's not just, oh, volcano exploded. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Okay. Todd, what do you think? Okay. I was going to go with volcano anyway. But I'm I'm going to dig in and and choose that even more, partially because of your description, because you described it almost like a character. Over in Dante's Peak, I felt like the volcano, for, for one thing, it was more of a classic version of, all, of a volcano. It was a mountain-type volcano that had a crater, and it might have been active at one time, but it was kind of dormant. And so it's just a matter of, okay, is it erupting now or not? Uh, and so it was just kind of a wait and see. And I felt like the movie didn't get going until about 40 or 50 minutes in. I felt like the pacing was really slow. So if you say the, the, the volcano is almost like a character, well, this was a character that had no development until about the middle part of the movie. And then all of a sudden it just kind of bursts open and everything kind of happens at once. And, and I'll admit that maybe there was a little bit more variety because you mentioned the acid lake. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah. There might've been a little bit more variety in it, but I felt like it was also the type of thing where, like you said, as a character, this is a character that's just going to eat away at everything in its path. And so there's just no, no fighting it over in the movie volcano. That volcano is a little bit different. It's not your classic volcano, at least not until the very end with the very final shot of the movie shows that it is kind of a, like a little bit of a mountain, but I did read on uh, Wikipedia that the definition of mountain, you mean volcano, not mountain is an eruption that's caused by uh, tectonic plates and it doesn't have to be a mountain in fact most volcanoes are actually under water uh, so it doesn't have to be a classic mountainous type uh, shape to be, to be a volcano so yes it's mostly just uh, lava that they're dealing with in volcano but as a character the other characters, the human characters, are actually able to fight against the volcano a little bit and actually kind of have a little bit of a victory. And yes, there are some losses along the way, but there's the, it actually allows the movie to have a, a bit of a victory. Over in Volcano, it's basically just this monster that's going to eat you and destroy your town. Uh, so I actually feel like Volcano has a more interesting volcano than Dante's Peak. Brings it down to me. I'm almost swayed by Todd's argument. I really am. Because I do like the fact that as a character in Volcano, like you said, it's there's almost like a boxing match. And, and Volcano gets one, and then the characters get one, and, and they kind of actually have a chance of, of fighting against it in a way. And so as a character, it is like something that they are fighting against and, and can defeat 
And in Dante's peak, you're right. It's it's the big bad, and there is no defeating it. It's can you survive? That being said, just interest of the volcano, volcano kind of bored me. It was like watching The Floor is Lava um, TV show. You know, it, it was all lava all the time. And there was very little interest in actually the volcano things. There's one brief scene where it's shooting out the, the, the lava rocks and, and kind of blowing up stuff. But it, it definitely was a, a very mild volcano. And in Dante's peak, we, we, we get a whole gambit of cool stuff and, and it gets to blow up in a way that you really you get to see the devastation you know they mention it in the movie volcano you know oh when mount st helens erupted it was so many thousand times bigger than the hiroshima bomb you know have we seen that yet and no even at the very end we still don't see that we get to see lava flowing um where in dante's peak we get to see this massive explosion just level everything in its sight so I got to give the point to Dante's Peak. To me, it was just a more interesting volcano. Another point for Dante's Peak. Yes. Mm. Sorry, John. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. After that rant, that, that was kind of scary. I'm telling you, though, Todd almost had me convinced because I'm like, oh, I like his description of how it's a character. But all right. And actually, a couple of these came from you guys. My next is... Topic is Beth. Uh, sorry, Beth. Best death scenes. So, who has the best death scenes and why? Todd, why don't you lead us off? Fight. Okay. Uh, Mainly because this was your category. <laughs> yeah. uh, and maybe not too big a surprise here, but I am going to go with Volcano on this. Uh, I felt like we got. Uh, a few more death scenes kind of early on. I felt like there were more characters that we might have kind of sort of care about. Uh, like there's that one guy, I think he's in charge of the trains and he kind of sacrifices himself. Uh, was it shot great and edited great? Yeah, that was a little janky, but um, it, it still gets the point across. And that was kind of a nice moment for him. And then you've got the the people just trying to do their job, like the, the two firefighters. You know, one is trapped, one tries to go save him, and they're just not fast enough. And then you've got some other death scenes where maybe it wasn't super specific or even that detailed, or maybe you didn't even see the death, but like, you know, it's about to happen. Uh, over in Dante's Peak, after a while, it feels like everybody got out of town. Uh, and I don't know how but they did. And then it's basically just centering on our main characters and just our main characters and they kind of make it through. So really the only significant death scenes in uh, Dante's peak were the grandmother. And even that was done. Not that great because yes, she kind of sacrificed herself, but she also made an enormous mistake that had put people in danger in the first place. So, uh, she kind of deserved to have to sacrifice herself for everybody else. Plus, it was kind of weird because 
they actually showed her again spoilers spoilers uh they showed her legs kind of eaten off by the acid but she was in further than just her knees so why wasn't the rest of her melting off uh i'm not even sure she should have survived as long as she did and then as far as her death it was kind of weird it's like she's dying she's dying she's dying and then they cut to somebody else and then they cut back to her and she's dead so it's like she didn't even have her death moment. They cut away to somebody else at her death moment. So she didn't have a great death scene. And then the other death scene was that Dreyfus guy. And that whole sequence did not have the best special effects uh, for, for his death. It was also kind of weird because it's like he kept kind of he kept trying to drive his truck across this bridge. And it's like, dude, that's not working. Just get out of the truck and and try to jump across, or if you absolutely have to get in the river and then get out or something, just be staying in the car is not working. And I don't know if you noticed, but as, as the, the river took him under, there was a Wilhelm scream. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ah! Ah! That Uh, famous classic scream. It totally undermined the entire death. His redemption as a character, everything just because of that one scream. I hate that scream. It's yeah, yeah. overused. It's basically a running joke. And I have no problem with it being a running joke for throwaway deaths like mm-hmm. stormtroopers falling off of like big, you know, a long drop down in the Death Star, you know, in those gaps. Right. I have no problem with that. But when it's a character we've been with the entire movie, I'm like, really? Yeah. So instead of thinking, oh, it's too bad he died, I actually had to pause it and rewind. It's like, did I hear what I just think I heard? <laughs> and yes, it was a Wilhelm. Why? Who, whose bright idea was it to put that in? And why did, did the director, when reviewing the movie, not say, who put that in? <laughs> Tell them never to do that again. Take it out. Uh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> And also, it's kind of like I said, there were really only two, those two. Okay, actually, I just remembered there were there was the couple that went uh, skinny dipping in the hot spring. They died too, but technically they died off camera, so they didn't even have a death scene. So really, our two main deaths, the grandmother and and um, and Dreyfus, it was kind of like karma. You know, the, the grandmother made a huge mistake. Dreyfus doubted uh, uh, what's his face's character, the main character. And so, of course, they have to be the ones that die. Everybody else who's the good guy, they make it out. It just seemed overly convenient. And, and like I said, over in Volcano, it's a little bit more arbitrary. And when dealing with lava, it kind of should be. So, Okay. okay. Oh, and, oh, and also, uh, Volcano also had the death scene of the assistant, the female assistant to Amy Barnes. Yeah. How she kind of got sucked in and everything. That that was kind of a a, a good death scene. So, uh, so yeah, I got to give it to Volcano. Okay, Andrew, what you got? I think I'm gonna have to go with Volcano. Okay. Um, just because Dante's Peak. I mean, there was a a couple it was more just havoc like let's be real it, it wasn't as many death scenes and more just like utter chaos being reached right you know right. upon the town you know the chopper crashing was probably like one of the coolest ones the acid lake was cool just all the like you know dangerous stuff going on was cool but it wasn't a lot of deaths and in a way they did it very well to the fact where they could make it feel dangerous and like scary without killing anybody right brutally Uh, but um yeah i just have to go with volcano because it had actual death scenes okay 
the one that I think you missed in Dante's Peak is pretty significant, but it actually happens, I think, either before the opening credits or during the opening credits. And that's when his then partner and girlfriend is killed with the volcano lava projectile that goes right through her head. That was pretty traumatic. Um, Traumatic, but massively predictable. And and I did like grandma's death scene. I did. I mean, that was that was that was tough that she was sacrificing herself for the others. But I will admit the the, the better death scenes were in Volcano. Um, there were just a lot more of them, and some of them were pretty cool. Some of them very hokey, um, but they were still, I think, better than Dante's Peak. You know. I was not a fan of the firefighters getting burned up, especially when you have the news reporter basically like, oh, the humanity, they're getting burned up over there. And it's like, okay, come on, how dramatic can you be? And it just, but I talk that up to bad acting on the uh, the news reporter part. Oh, oh, yeah. And in Volcano, when the helicopter is floating above and they've got, they're like, oh, yeah, there's people running around all over the place, boss. Oh, yeah. Look at, well, I wonder where this guy's going. Look at him run. I'm like, the, the guys, there's a volcano. Yeah. There's a lot. It's not a marathon. <laughs> but I'm with you. I will actually get give it and uh, and give the credit there to Volcano for the best death scene. So Yay. it sweeps that category and gets a point. Next category. And I think I got four left. Falling in that vein. Let's go with. Best destructive scenes. So, which one had the best destructive scenes? We looking at Volcano or Dante's Peak? Dot, I hate to call on you again, but again, this was your category, your your kind of suggestion. So, I kind of want to hear yours. Which one you go with? Fight. Okay. One of my overall complaints about Dante's Peak is that it looks cheap. Uh, it looks like a cross between a docudrama and a sci-fi channel TV movie. And that includes some of the destruction sequences. A lot of times it, it looks like they were miniatures and maybe they weren't, but if they were, or, or if they weren't miniatures, they still look like miniatures. Sometimes I felt like the special effects in general were better in volcano. I also felt like there was more variety of destruction scenes in volcano over in Dante's peak. It's yes. Granted you have the, the, the cabin catching on fire. Uh, but then in town, it's basically just buildings just blowing up over in volcano. You've got, slow destruction, fast destruction. You've got things blowing up, things getting overtook, taken by lava. So some things are happening at different speeds. There are also some scenes of destruction where the destruction is on purpose, like blowing up the street and certain buildings in order to divert the lava. Uh, So I felt like just in general, there was better variety and better special effects for anything destruction related over in Volcano. Okay. Okay. What you got, Andrew? This is horror. That's what she said. I think I like the actual things that happen during the destruction more on Dante's Peak, but I definitely think that the destruction scenes are portrayed better in Volcano. 
Oh, and, and one other thing I'll add is pacing. I felt like the pacing of Volcano was a whole lot better. So the destruction there happens a whole lot sooner. Over in Dante's Peak, it seemed like we're waiting forever for something to happen. So even when we do get destruction, it's like it's all at once and we're just waiting on it when Vol Volcano kind of stretches it out. Okay. Okay. So which one did you end up with, Andrew? So which one are you giving your point to? I think, give it? I think I just have to get it give it to Volcano just because they look visually so much more, you know, vast and intimidating and they look better than what we have in Dante's Peak, even though I might like some of the things in Dante's Peak more like the acid lakes, right? the caves, the cavens, you know, stuff falling from the sky. Okay. Even though Volcano did have stuff falling from the sky, I just thought that, you know, okay. I actually went a little different on this one. I, I, I definitely will agree that I felt like the special effects were better in Volcano. They had a, a, a higher quality. Uh, they probably spent a little bit more money in the making with their with their destruction. That being said, they didn't grab me in much of any way. They just felt too... They felt too cinemagraphic, I guess. Is it cinemagraphic? I'm not even sure what what I'm trying to say there. But they, and, and I'm kind of thinking there's a very specific scene where, you know, the department store is burning and the fire is there and they have a mask in the window and the fire is behind the mask. And it was just like, oh, yeah, give me a break. You know, is what I felt more than, wow, I'm really captured by what's going on. And yes, I will say in Dante's Peak, it was all kind of wrapped up in, in the big at the end. But I like the big at the end. I like the, the volcano exploding and the pyro, I forgot what he called it, pyroclastic cloud just leveling trees and buildings and and catching everything on fire i just thought that was awesome and the lightning and in the sky you know with the volcano erupting i i like the destruction in dante's peak a little bit but it still looks like we've got two to one on that one so volcano gets another point and i think we are technically volcano has won three categories but one of them is a negative category it's one four and dante's peak has one only have three. One, two, three. Oh, it's one four. Oh, it is uh, yeah but yeah, one yeah. is a negative so but one is a negative so yeah. yeah so it's got two points to three so far yeah and now we are to the kind of most this is the hardest one and I, and I call this most believable or realistic kind of follows the science, you know, feels real. Which, which of these movies do you think captured what it would be like to be there with a volcano? You know, which is more believable, which story is more believable, which is more realistic, which one did you think followed the science better and, and didn't leave you going, Oh, that's kind of hokey. Who wants to go first? Andrew, I think I had um, Todd go first the last two. So what do you think? Which one is more real or believable? Fight! I think that Dante's Peak is actually more believable, you know. The water getting, you know, dirty really fast, you know. Everything just sort of 
happening instantly. Ash starts falling, you know, clouds of destruction just taking out, like, buildings all on their own without even the fire. Just stuff like that, you know, cave-ins, everything like that just makes me think it's a lot more believable. Everything that happened in Volcano seemed kind of slow, especially when you hear all these stories about, you know, how, like, a volcano can, like, wipe out a city in, like, minutes, you know? Yeah totally unexpected you know stuff like that that's why we take such great precautions with active volcanoes you know yeah i just think that dante's peak did a little bit more realistic timing okay and the actual chain of events that occurred all right todd which one you got okay uh, i don't know if you're going to be surprised by this or not but i'm going to go with volcano i think it's more <laughs> <laughs> realistic all right, so here, here are my problems with uh, Dante's Peak. So you've got this entire volcanology team who is taking this precaution to study this volcano. So they're actually paying attention to it and actually considering the possibility that it might blow up. And they're like, let's pay attention, let's pay attention, let's pay attention. And it isn't until they're about to leave town that all of a sudden it's like, oh, yep, it's active, it's about to blow right now, and we missed it this whole time. It's like, what have you been doing? Now, all right, let me back up. I was tempted to do a Google search to maybe just do a, a Google search on this particular topic, like which is more believable, Volcano or Dante's Peak, or maybe just study up a little bit on volcanoes and see how they, they, they work. And I admit, I didn't partially didn't have time, but in a way, I also intentionally didn't take the time because I wanted these movies to stand on their own. I, I wanted to not have the right answer and say, okay, because I did the research, I know which one's more believable. I wanted to say which one felt more believable. And uh, both of them might have had some things that were believable and some things weren't. But that really bugged me in Dante's Peak that they're studying it and it seemed like nothing. It seemed like nothing. It seemed like nothing. Oh my goodness, it's something. It's, it's blowing right now. Uh, so I didn't like that. But the worst part was not necessarily the volcano itself, but it came later in one of the escape sequences when they're trying to outrun the lava and the lava actually overtakes their truck. And uh, what's her face? Uh, Rachel says, can you drive over lava? <laughs> and yep, and yep. again, I don't know. I'm not an expert on lava nor tires. But I, as a layperson, my first guess is, no, you can't drive over lava. So what does the main character do? So he says, I don't know. And I'm thinking, you don't know. You're a volcanologist. Shouldn't you know things about volcanoes? Shouldn't you know about lava? Shouldn't you know how fast they melt things, including rubber on tires? And so he doesn't know. So he gives it a try. And sure enough, somehow it works. I guess the lava doesn't melt the, the tires fast enough, which I'm sorry, I don't find believable. But these are our main characters, so they have plot armor. So of course, these are magic tires. And then they drive into town. And you, it might be like, if it was the same thing like the grandmother where like she was in the acid lake, but the acid kind of took effect a little bit over time and she gradually lost her legs or something. I could kind of understand if they gradually lost the tires, but the next scene is them driving into town. And yes, there's a little bit of rubber that's flapping on the tires, but they're still driving just fine. And I'm thinking, you know, if eventually the, the tires just fell off because they continued to be hot and melted a little bit of time and they had to get out of the Jeep and walk the rest of the way. Okay. I, maybe I can buy that, but no, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't buy that. 
But then over in Volcano, are there some things that maybe stretch a little bit uh, credulity because, yes, it's a disaster movie and that's kind of what disaster movies do? Maybe. But for the most part, I don't remember anything in the movie just hitting me like, oh, surely that's got to be fake. Maybe if if I were to really think hard enough, maybe a thing or two where I was like, I don't know, would, would it really happen that way? But there was nothing that just made me go, oh, come on. So Dante's Peak actually had a rolling my eyes, yelling at the screen moment when Volcano didn't. So Volcano's got to win for me. Okay. Okay. See, I don't know. I feel like... With Volcano, you would have just had dominoes of buildings starting to collapse on each other within minutes, you know? The lava starts to melt away at the base and, you know, they, the foundation is just gone and they tip and then they hit another building. And then that building's foundation is weak and then that building's gone. It's just, I feel like Volcano, if it was realistic, it would have been half of the movie it was. And nobody would have survived. Well, at least with Dante's Peak, they're you know they're not right on top of the volcano. They're away from the volcano, and they have time to react. Um, I, I will say this, Todd. I felt exactly the same way about the tires. Uh, and it's interesting because in the movie Volcano, there's a scene where like the car is just sitting there, and as soon as the lava like hits it, the tires like explode. You know, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're on fire. And we see the tires on fire, but then, yes, they're driving like, I don't know, it feels like miles on nothing. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's plot. It's, it's you know, main character armor. We understand that. Um, but I, I, that was my big, really? Okay. We, we needed to do something different there than just drive over the, the lava and continue to drive with no tires for 15 minutes. That being said, overall, though, beside that one point, I did feel like Dante's Peak felt more real to me. Like, I could see this town being next to a volcano. It's dormant. And, oops, now we have a problem. And it taking out, you know, the whole town. The lava running through tubes and, oh, we're going to basically in. In 20 minutes, we're going to, you know, level a building with precision demolition that takes, you know, months and months to figure out and use demolition to drill a hole, a path for it to go to the ocean. I was just like, come on, that's just dumb. I mean, <laughs> we're... And they just happen to have the the dynamite sitting on hand ready for people to actually do all of this. Well, yeah, it's LA. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I think uh, in one of the news reports they explained that they got the explosives from three different sources. I think one was the police, one was something like the National Guard, and one was some other source. But now I'll admit, yes, the, that whole thing was kind of quick because they were getting near the end of the movie and they kind of had to speed things up. And yeah, I think that's that was kind of like movie timing where did they really do it that quickly or did it take hours and they just had to edit it to make it feel like it went real fast but either way it was too fast no i mean they said we we only have 20 minutes and then oh no we've talked for long enough that we only have 19 now oh that's true yeah yeah you're right we've got to do this and and it's they wouldn't have been able to even drill the to, to 
get the holes down in the road in time for any of that to have happened. It's just not that that's where they lost me. Um, and so for that, I, I got to go with, with Dante's peak. Um, I got to give them another point. Dante, which leaves us two categories and our last, well, the, our big one, of course. And I think we might have to give this one multiple points. Don't want to do that one or the other one. I don't know. Let Joanna decide. Next time on Discerning Geeks Portal. Portal. Just for fun. And I think it'll take a little discussion, but I don't know that it'll mean that much. So let's go to our overall winner. And I think, Andrew, you kind of said that your initial reaction was Dante's Peak. Are you sticking with Dante's Peak as your overall winner for these two movies as to which one's best? Um, yes. Would you like me to elaborate? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let me pull up my notes. Fight! I wrote down some positives and negatives, and um, here we go. I think that Dante's Peak has a cool volcano. Um, It's got good, well, not great, but decent character development that actually gives weight to some of the actions they take. Um, Compared to Volcano, I just don't feel a connection to the any of the characters and if they die i don't really care they actually try to save the dog which was a cool po- positive uh Meemaw sort of redeems herself and there's cool tech but the main positive that i'm going with is that there's actual character development before the disaster and even though that might take away some of the disaster time from the disaster movie it gives weight to what happens during the disaster if you have something like volcano where it rushes character development too fast and gets straight into the disaster there's no weight to the actions i don't care if they die i don't care if they burn i don't care if they get abducted by killer clowns from outer space you know i don't care what happens but with dante's peak i was eh. some of the things actually it, it had more impact on me than compared to volcano and that's why I got to go with Dante's Peak. Okay. Okay. Todd, how about you? You want to give a summation for why you picked Volcano? Uh, yeah, and it, it's probably pretty obvious because I've already mentioned along the way the the visual quality, the pacing. Uh, as far as the visual quality, I felt that, that Dante's Peak, not only did it feel cheap, it felt like it was taken from the DVD. And, they, and that's not necessarily the movie's fault. But I do wonder, is it the movie's fault? Because I think that this was rushed out to try to beat the volcano movie. And so I can't help but wonder, did they cheap out on on post-production quality or something? Because it looked like it was taken from the DVD. It, it just, it looked, it didn't look like it was even high definition or even shot on film. It looked like it might've been shot on video. I, I don't know. There was something about it that was off and the visual quality over on volcano was so much better. I felt like Volcano in in general had better pacing, better cinematography, and apparently a, a better budget. At least I assume so. If it didn't have a better budget, then I would ask, where did Dante's Peak put its money? Volcano cost $90 million to make. Dante's Peak actually did cost more at $116 million. Also, specifically about the cinematography, um, 
Dante's Peak, the, the director chose to do Dutch angles, which is where you turn the camera at an angle at certain places. And I'm not sure I would have noticed it, but I kind of I, I noticed that little snippet on IMDb kind of by accident. And so it was in it kind of in the back of my mind. And every once in a while, I noticed those Dutch angles and then they got on my nerves because I was like, I don't think they need to be there. It, it was weird because uh, I think the reasoning for it was that it's supposed to give a restless feeling. But it was also inconsistent because sometimes there were Dutch angles and sometimes there weren't. And and when it was noticeable, it just felt out of place. In general, some of the logic stuff between the two movies and also uh, some of the extra flavor was so much better in Volcano. Volcano had all of the uh, news reporters. And yes, that one guy that you were talking about. Yes, he was annoying. But I felt like the news reporters kind of gave like this other viewpoint to uh, uh, the what was happening when over in Dante's Peak is pretty much we're just surrounded by our main characters and that's it. It also showed a little bit of international concern because one of the reporters was German and I think another was British. So it showed that, you know, this was a big enough deal that uh, other countries were reporting it too. And then you kind of had like that one a-hole character played by John Corbett and you had the uh, the woman at the hospital and, uh, and even though the kids were annoying, they still added a little bit of flavor, even if it was annoying flavor. And then you had... I don't know. I just feel like in every category, except for the annoying kids, Volcano was better. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's a surprise, but I actually went with Dante's Peak. Um, I just enjoyed the movie more. I felt more connection to the characters. I enjoyed watching it more. Um, It's one that I've probably watched more in the past than Volcano because when it's on TV, I'm like, okay, cool. This is cool movie i'll watch this a little bit whereas volcano i'm more likely to just turn the channel while volcano definitely had the better production value i think to me dante's peak had the better story and that's where where i get wrapped up and and really enjoy so that's where i gave my overall pick to dante's peak and that has us in our nine categories so far with five going to Dante's Peak and four going to Volcano, but one of those sadly being the negative category, giving them a negative one and only two points. But I do have our bonus versus question. And I haven't even told these guys, so they're not prepared. They don't even know what the question is. But are you ready? And Andrew no. touched on yeah. one of them, so I which, did. I mean, I did. <laughs> which one had the best dog cameo? <gasps> Volcano yes. or Dante's Peak? Because both of them had to throw a four-line fiend, a uh, yeah. creature in there, not fiend, <laughs> a friend. Four-lined fiend? A four- what have you been drinking? Oh, my oh, gosh. A little bit, but not much. A four-legged friend. <laughs> That's like the opposite of a four-legged friend. A four-lined fiend? <laughs> a four-legged like friend. an evil drawing? Um, but which one had the better cameo, Volcano or Dante's Peak? When it came to the use of the puppy. You go ahead. Fight. I got to give it to Volcano again. Shocker. Um, <laughs> because 
Well, for one thing, I really did not pay attention to the dogs in this movie that much anyway. <laughs> so I was trying to think, what what do the dogs do? I do remember they rolled being, screen for like 10 minutes each. I mean, <laughs> well, our, okay. So in Dante's Peak, there was that really stupid thing where the dog gets lost. And I'm like, okay, I know it's a pet. Yeah, I know you love it. But my goodness, here's a volcano. You might just have to give up on, on the dog. But of course, then the dog just kind of magically catches up with them. And they're like, we've got one chance to get it. And of course, it just jumps right in. And it's like, okay, great. Yay, they have the dog. And then for the rest of the time, it's not like the dog does anything useful or cute or anything like that. It's just kind of there. So it was just, it was just uh, I don't know. It, to me, it didn't add anything. So over in... Um, Volcano. I think uh, the Rorks do have a dog, uh, and I thought it was a little bit weird that uh, what's his name uh, Emmett went to the trouble to go get the dog and bring it to them. It's like okay, that was a little bit weird. However, the reason I'm still giving it to Volcano is Volcano had two dog cameos because there was that one dog in the house where the volcano is coming up to it and the dog is kind of staring at it and and then it picks up its bone and runs out and runs in the woman's arm it's like oh yay my dog is saved so if for no other reason the fact that volcano had two dogs to dante's peak one i'm going to give it to volcano if you love this movie so much why don't you marry it okay okay andrew which one did you like i always say quality over quantity. I said it when we were talking about Kung Pao and the girl with only one boob, and I'm saying it again. Dante's Peak had the better dog because it was cuter. It was not a little purse dog, and it actually sort of did cool stuff like jumping into the back of the truck and running away. Every cool dog runs away. Okay. It's just a dog thing. So this point goes to Dante Speak. All right. All right. I'm I am very torn on this one because Todd's right. The the better cameo for dogs in the one in Volcano is the little yappy dog that sits there and acts like he's going to defend his house from the lava that's coming in. And he sits there and barks at it, barks at it, barks at it. It burns down a door. He backs up and barks at it some more. And then, yeah, grabs his bone like, well, you're going to get the house, but you're not going to get my bone. And and then barks and, and ends up getting safely to its owner's arms. Then the dog at the beginning cleans up the eggs that he drops. And, and I thought oh, that that's was right. cool. You know, the, the, the scene at the end is, is kind of like almost like, oh, we did introduce a dog. I guess we need to let our audience know that he's okay because they, they may ask that later. Um, so you can almost kind of feel like it was added later as just an afterthought is what it felt like. But the other scenes with the dog were, were better. Dante's Peak dog, dog was cool, but... I think I actually have to go with Volcano. I think Volcano had the better better dogs in this one. So I'm going to give my point to that. Uh, again, that's kind of just a bonus category. It's not going to make a difference in our, our rating. But in our versus showdown today, the discerning geeks have spoken with a final score of five to three. Oh, that was closer than I thought. Dante's okay. Peak edges out Volcano. And so it looks like Todd's more in line with the critics that reviewed this movie. And Andrew and I were more in line with our regular audience that, that watched this movie on and reviewed it. We're kind of split just like they are. 
but we're going to give this one to Dante's Peak. This is baffling because, uh, I mean, I guess I considered the possibility ahead of time that one one of you might like Dante's Peak better, but I didn't think both of you would, and not by this much. When I watched these movies, I was just like, wow, one of these is so much superior. But I would like to point out, I kept track of it along the way. I, I forgot to set up a spreadsheet beforehand, but I was doing it while you guys were talking. And so, yes, by way of the Electoral College... Uh, Dante's Peak wins five to three, but by the popular vote, it's 12 to 12. Hopefully Todd's analogy makes sense, but just in case, by electoral college, he means the scoring system where a single point went to the winner of each category, the system Dave established at the beginning. The popular vote is just totaling the co-host's votes individually, which Todd did along the way out of curiosity. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Really? Yeah, it was it was it was eleven to ten in favor of Dante's Peak until you threw in the dog cameo and and then voted for Volcano and that made it tie uh, it by the popular vote. Cool. I, that, that's pretty cool. You did that math. <laughs> so the electoral college screws me again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there you go. There you go. So. We will have a couple more versus episodes this season uh, as they are on our portal decision sheet. Not sure what still what we're calling that portal of possibilities. And so hopefully we'll roll another versus. I thought this was kind of fun. Are we going to do a lightning? We are going to do ratings? a light. Yeah, let's do. Well, Yeah. Do you guys, guys want to do an official rating score for each of these? Do you want to do lightning ratings? You know, smush them together. Uh, I, I do have ratings, and I've got, I think, two points I could do for lightning round. Okay. Yeah, let's let's do a quick lightning round just to sum up our opinions on these movies, and then we'll each give our final ratings. Lift off, and the clock has started. Lightning round. So let's get our dice ready and roll for some initiative on the lightning ring. Six. Oh man, I used the crap again. Three. That one's going in dice jail. Okay. Hold on, sorry. I, I know I said we were doing this and then I wasn't prepared and I can't find my D20. Hold on. This sorry. episode is brought to you by the letter V. Oh, my. oh no. Oh no. Why? 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 <laughs> You can cut it out if it's too much work, Todd, but it would make my day. Go ahead. Make my day. <laughs> if you did something about me. Very entertaining. Oh, no. Or volcano. Be for volcano. Or viscous. Lava is viscous. <laughs> Vaseline. Cure lava burn. Vasectomy. All the cool words begin with V. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the letter V. V is the 22nd letter in the English alphabet. Do you know some words that start with V? V, seven, rain. V for volcano. Can you use a V word in a sentence? Lava is viscous. Are you out of your falcon mind? Vader's agreed to turn Leia and Chewie over to me. Did you know you have a Inside. Good. Any other words? Vanuatu. Vatican City. Venezuela. Vietnam. Venice. Vienna. Verona. Vancouver. Vader's giving them to the bounty hunter. Vanilla. Vegetables. Vermicelli. Vinegar. Vitamins. Voice.
Botka. Vader wants us. Veronica. Vanessa. Valerie. Vivian. Virginia. Victoria. Beginning to talk just like a Vorlon. Valentine. Venus. Vixen. Voluptuous. Vivacious. Viral. Vigorous. Vibrations. Viagra. Voyeurism. Vasectomy. Are you out of your falcon mind? Vaseline. Valedictorian. Violin. Vortex. Variable. Village. Vote. Virus. Vaccine. Take the shot. Venom. Video game. Vehicle. V6. V8. Vroom vroom. All the cool words begin with V. <laughs> okay, my D20. Oh, and I rolled a 20. Woohoo! I'm hot tonight. Okay, are you ready? I guess, yeah. <laughs> okay, and go. Oh goodness, yeah, these were great. I mean, they're, these were okay movies. They're not, they're not stellar, but they were fun to watch. I enjoyed watching both of them. Definitely enjoyed Dante's Peak more. And while each of them had their positives, each of them had their negatives. I can see both sides. Um, I too was a little surprised at the split decision. I thought kind of going into this, everybody was going to be like, oh no, Dante's Peak is the, by far the most superior movie. But uh, it wasn't. It was a very close decision and, and split. So it was fun to do. Go, go, go. Okay. Uh, my turn. Ready and go. Uh, my opinion is clear and these guys are crazy. In terms of flavor, uh, it was there was a nice exchange between the guys saving the art from the museum. Uh, okay, strange acting choice in Volcano. Anne Heche actually puts her hand on her on the neck of her female assistant. And I'm like, why did she do that? It was the moment after she says something like very subtle or something like that. And she actually puts her hand on, on the neck. And I'm like, I actually had to rewind. I was like, did she actually do that? And I'm like, why would... Who, who would do that? Nobody, when talking to somebody, puts their hand on somebody's neck. Time. <laughs> I put my hand on people's necks when I'm talking to them. You know? Really? Yeah. It's a sign that you're, it, you know, it's like eye contact, Todd. You, you really got to pick up the sign of things. dominance. Yeah, I, I, I just thought that was bizarre. Like, I was like, why is she doing that? It, it's not like she's it's like when dogs pee on your leg. They're, they're, you know, having And it ownership. wasn't like she was fake strangling her and it wasn't like she was caressing her uh like it was a uh an attraction thing it, she just it's like she just rested her hand on her neck what are you doing i, I thought that was weird okay i think it'd be weirder if she was caressing her hi right, andrew you're up. up okay ready <clears throat> okay and go Volcano. The whole movie is basically just fire and people dying. Like, if I wanted to see chaos, fire, and death, I'd watch Purge. It is basically what trying to do what Dante's Peak did, but what made Dante's Peak actually decent was the characters, you know, introduction, backstories, etc., etc. These are just basic blobs, and I just don't feel any connection. And I don't care if they go to space and get abducted by three. by killer clouds from out of space or get. Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Burned up in a volcano. Yeah, I don't care. Basically, Volcano didn't do it for me. I, I just lost gotcha. everything on the way. Wow. My brain is just completely blank. Oh, well. Okay. So I guess we need to give a rating to each of these movies. Quickly. Yep, because we've run long. Ratings. Which rating scale are you using this evening? Uh, same one I've been using for like uh, a decent amount of episodes. 100 point scale. 100 point. Do it. Turn it to letter grade. Let's do Volcano first since Dante Peak, Dante's Peak was our winner. So so what's your score for Volcano? 
Okay, Volcano got a F. Wow. A 51. Wow. Which is better than a 50, but not as good as a 52. I don't have much to say about this. The only thing it did good in was overall production value. Um, it actually got negative bonus points for being boring. I'm sorry. What about... That, that, that's all I have to say. Go ahead and, and give us your rating for Dante's Peak. Okay. A little bit more interesting. Dante's Peak got a 79. What does that translate into? Is that like a C? C minus? Yeah, C plus. C plus. Okay. It's a I. I mean, it's not... I'd watch it again, but it's not like the greatest thing ever. It got bonus points for a cooler, unique setting. Yeah, it had good characters. It had pretty good acting. It had decent production value, even though it felt like it was a little rushed in some of the editing. I just connected more with this one because there was more character development and the character is what builds the movie, right? Okay. okay. Todd, what you got? What, start with, I know you liked Volcano better, but let's start with Volcano and, and then we'll work to Dante's Peak. Well, actually, I am going to do Dante's Peak first okay. Okay. because I also give it a C plus. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it. I don't outright dislike the movie, so I can't give it a C, but it came close. In fact, I think it's the lowest of my three or four C pluses. But I felt like it was very mediocre, and it, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I, it was okay, but there were, it just had issues. And so I couldn't quite put it into the more like it range of the B range. Uh, C plus for me is kind of like that very middle ground where I can't outright say I dislike it, but it's not exactly good either. So as far as Volcano, it may be obvious because I voted for Volcano in every single category. And I wasn't doing that to cheat. I really did genuinely feel that it was superior in every category, except for the one category I voted in it where it was negative for the most annoying kid. I don't know what the deal was with the writing <laughs> of that kid. I don't blame it on the actress, but whoever wrote that kid into the, the script, uh, it's like that kid was in a different movie. But everything else about it, I just felt like, oh, this is so much better. In fact, I, I vaguely remember liking Volcano when I first saw it years ago. And granted, it wasn't that great then, so I... I haven't been motivated to see it since then, but this time I actually kind of enjoyed it. And it was, it was a, a welcome change after Dante's peak, which was just in the middle for me. So volcano, I give a B in case I haven't said that already. Dante's peak. I rank 54th out of the 65 movies that we've reviewed so far. And volcano, I rank 39th out of 65. Okay. 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 Cool. 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 So for me, I gave uh, Volcano a 5 out of 10. It weren't great. It, it wasn't horrible, but it, there's not a whole lot I can say that I would be excited to watch it again for. Um, and Dante's Peak, again, this is, neither one of these is stellar movies, as you can kind of tell from the ratings that they get, kind of Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic from the beginning. Um but to me, you know, Dante's Peak was a little bit better, so it got a 6.5. So I got a 6.5 out of 10 and a 5 out of 10 for those two. Um, I did look up, Todd, and just kind of for our audience, the actress that played um, the child in Volcano is actually the same girl who I loved in Field of Dreams. 
Um, she plays the daughter in Field of Dreams as a younger child. Um, also played in Sleepless in Seattle and a couple other, I mean, several movies. So she, we know she does a good job, but yeah, in this one, just annoying. So yeah, yeah, I've never seen either one of those movies. What? You haven't seen Field of Dreams? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Isn't that the place that like those guys in Moon Knight go to when they get like their eternal? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. We're not even going there. That's a long discussion. I'm about to put that on the wheel for next, (laughs) next season. Okay. But we would love to know what your thoughts are on these two movies. How do you rate Dante's Peak? And Volcano, which one comes on top in each of these categories that we talked about tonight? And you can let us know by emailing us at discerninggeeks at gmail.com. You can follow our debate as we post this episode on Facebook, the Discerning Geeks portal. And you can comment there which parts you liked and which parts you didn't agree with. Or on Twitter at Discerning Geeks. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoyed this versus episode smackdown as we determine that Dante's Peak is the best volcano. But it is now time for us to roll and find our portal of probability. I don't know. We're still naming this. We're still field testing. What was the name that was suggested Portal of possible um, the portal podcast. Of possible podcasts. The three P's is up the for triple P up for debate. I'm kind of with Todd. I'm not sure because podcast to me is this is our podcast. You know all the episodes, but some people think of podcasts as each individual episode. So we're 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 still we're still workshopping that, but we do need to roll the dice. You know what? You know what? We should do a poll. We can. And see and put in a bunch of different wheel names and see what people want. We'll do that on our Facebook page. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, who? Ta, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, yes. You, you want to roll our 100 percentile dice and sure. find out what our future episode of Discerning Geeks Portal will be as we step through that portal. All right. No way, no way, no way, no way, no way, no way. 53. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Down Periscope. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's a fun one. That's going to be a joy. Yeah. What about a microscope? <laughs> Down Periscope. This is a little bit of a departure from our usual stuff. It's not sci-fi or fantasy. This is a straight-up comedy. Uh, but it does have naval strategy in it, so it's kind of cool that way. And, and we have veered away from... Um, sci-fi and fantasy every once in a while uh we've talked about this movie before on our what are you doing episode which was sometime early on i can't remember the the episode number uh it was actually mentioned i think in our episode 100 so it's one of those that comes up every once in a while and uh i don't know i'm a little bit worried about it in a similar fashion to kung pao to see does it hold up but i think it will oh and ha that's right Another reason to mention it. I mentioned earlier uh, the excellent TV show uh, Picket Fences that I've been rewatching. I've been kind of obsessed with it because there for a while only season one was on DVD. 
but all four seasons are on Hulu. And I just recently started uh, season two of that. But Lauren Holly is one of the stars of that, and she is in Down Periscope. Excellent coincidence. Yay. Okay. Should we get together and watch it like we did with uh, Kung Pao? Uh, we could. And in fact, I think that is not on any streaming service, so we might have to rent it. Well, so, well then save money. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. I look forward to it. Love the movie. Guys, I've loved the discussion here. Enjoyed watching these movies and going through all the categories and finding out which movie reigns supreme and which one we like. Glad to have the conversation. This episode ran a little bit long, but we were doing two movies instead of one. So kind of knew that was a possibility. But uh, guys, I had a great time. Yeah, me too. This was interesting. Yep, yep, yep. Just remember, always give your volcanoes a vasectomy. Don't! What? <laughs> yep. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. I was expecting- what I do with the V thing? You know, may the force be with you. Oh. Wait. All vase? <laughs> and forever guys i just have to say obi-wan kenobi season finale was freaking amazing loved it stranger things so far season finale even though they're doing a couple more episodes was amazing Locked haven't it. seen a single episode of stranger things it's a little over oh, wow. you know, you're, you're a little young <laughs> no, I was young. I'm about the right age now. You really are. It's it's awesome. It's phenomenal. It's okay. I'm not much into the monster stuff, but the character stuff is okay sometimes. Season 4.0, because there were still two more episodes to go in season four that are being released sometime in July, uh, I felt like was maybe a little bit too slow paced at time and sometimes not quite enough was happening and it's kind of weird they had the characters kind of separated but the overall plot was good and i like how one character was genuinely in jeopardy there for a while uh so uh yeah it it was it was interesting i'm Mm -hmm. loving it Uh, it's a great time to be watching some sci-fi and and having oh we just got uh doctor strange and the universe uh, multiverse of madness Streaming Umbrella now. Academy season three came out. Lots of good stuff. So, guys out there listening, or girls, both gender neutral, whatever you call yourself, everybody out there, all the fluids. Yep. Make sure that uh, you continue to watch whatever makes you a discerning geek, and interact with us. Let us know what you think we should talk about on our next episode. Thanks for listening. Hey, a couple more you didn't bring up for all mankind. That's pretty good so far in season three. Uh, also, the Orville, a little bit different in season three so far. I, I'm, I'm still liking it, but feeling like it's a little bit weird. And I disagree on uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think that was a big ball of nothing. Ooh. What? Oh, oh. That... Also, I see what you did with Orville, another V. <laughs> You're oh, yeah. <laughs>